Welcome to the Rough Places into Level Ground podcast, where we'll be studying various scriptures and their application to our lives. And as we come to God's Word, He promises to lead us in ways we do not know, in paths that we have not known, and to turn our darkness into light and rough places into level ground. Welcome to today's study. I'm Jackie Burns, and I'll be your host. the first podcast of 2024. It is called Restoration, Our Stories in God's Hands. And before we begin, let's just give thanks to our Lord Jesus Christ for bringing us to this new year, for allowing us to walk forward with him and also with each other, that through Christ's love in us, we can share that same love and comfort that we're comforted with, with others. As we begin today, I'd like to share a quote with you from William Paul Young. Because you are important, everything you do is important. Every time you forgive, the universe changes. Every time you reach out and touch a heart or a life, the world changes. With every kindness and service, seen or unseen, my purposes are accomplished, and nothing will ever be the same again. You know, our Bible is full of God's Word telling us of His restoration for His people. Our dictionaries tell us restoration means to bring something back to its original condition. Our Bibles tell us that to be restored by God means He more than makes up for our losses and brings us to a condition better than we ever were. Our God is a restoring God. God restores us to be better than we were before we encountered hurt, pain, brokenness, feelings of failure, and even a heart blown wide open, either by our own actions, the actions of others, or as a consequence of living in a world filled with sin. So many times our stories include ones of brokenness, but when placed in God's hands, they can become treasures for ourselves, and through us and God's work in us, they become treasures for others. As people, we often want to throw away broken things, and as such, we often hide our own stories of brokenness and want to portray ourselves as bright, shiny, altogether things, rather than risk rejection. But our stories all belong to God. And each of them has worth and value, and God has a purpose for them. Nothing that happens in our lives is without purpose. As we give our stories to God and allow Him to change us, heal us, and restore us, we let the world know the miracle of His Word, and His light can shine through every crack in us. Thomas Wilder's one-act play, called The Angel That Troubled the Waters, is based on John 5, verses 1 through 4. John tells of an invalid man who sat by the pool of Bethesda in Jerusalem for 38 years. Tradition tells us that here, the invalids, those blind or paralyzed, would wait for an angel to come and stir the waters, and the first one in the pool would be healed. In Wilder's play, 
A physician suffering from depression comes to the pool seeking to be healed. He asks the angel to heal him and is denied. And the angel tells him this moment is not his. The physician then pleads for help in a broken voice, but continues to be denied. And the angel says, Without your wound, where would your power be? It is your very remorse that makes your low voice tremble into the hearts of men. The very angels themselves cannot persuade the wretched and blundering children on earth as can one human being broken on the wheels of living. In love's service, only the wounded soldiers can serve. Now draw back. It is through our vulnerability, brokenness, and turning to God, putting our stories and wounds into his hands to heal and restore us, that we can show and share his light with the world. God prospers us so we can prosper others. As we're told in 2 Corinthians 1.4, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. But how does God tell us that he restores us? Let's look at Deuteronomy 30 verses 1 through 6. Deuteronomy 30 speaks to us of the covenant between God and Israel. And this covenant is not only an agreement to be kept by both parties, but it includes forgiveness and second and third and on and on chances from our God. It tells us that when we break the covenant and do not follow God and his commands for our lives, if we will return to God, he will restore us. In verse 2, it says when we return to the Lord and obey all God's commands with all our heart and our soul, God will restore our fortunes and have mercy on us. And God will gather us from wherever we have ended up. So we're told that we're to obey all God commands with all of our heart and soul. Now this sounds like a tall order that is realistically beyond all of us. And that's because it is. So how are we then to obey all God's commands and do so with all our heart and soul? As we go to verse 6, God's word tells us that it is God who will circumcise our heart so we will love him with all our heart and soul. And then we can obey his voice. Our return to God is an act of his grace and is all God's doing. To circumcise our hearts is to cut away the hardness that surrounds them. In so doing, our hearts are softened and open to receive his love and forgiveness and be transformed by it. This is an act only God can do. God knows the way we need to live and all we need to do to live well and be blessed. He has set this way before us in his commands and then speaks to us again of this when he comes to us as Jesus, that we may know and follow him. As we come to Deuteronomy 30, 11, God's word tells us that this commandment to obey and love God with all our heart and soul is not too hard for us or too far removed from us. In verse 30, 14, we're told the word, 
which throughout Scripture is Jesus, is very near to us. It is in our mouth, in our heart, so we can do it. God tells us that the word is so close to us, it is in us. Before God ever reveals himself to us as Jesus, he tells us that the word was near to and in us. God is near to and in each of us. As God works in our hearts to circumcise them and enable us to love him, our hearts are turned towards him. And we'll be able to hear his word, believe his word, speak his word, and do and understand his word. God's word transforms us. As we obey and love God by walking in his ways, we shall be blessed. In God's restoration of us and our relationship with him, our stories and our lives will have purpose and all the work of our hands will prosper. As we place our heart hurts and wounds into our Father's hands, as he remakes and restores us, opens our hearts to live a life in his blessings, we are blessed and through the work of our hands and the sharing of all of who we are in Christ, we can prosper others. Our hope comes from the knowing that as we turn to God, his mercy exceeds his judgment against our sin as he restores us to a condition better than before. As God restores us and heals our stories, we walk in closer relationship to him. In Peter 5.10, we are told, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Just like the physician in Wilder's play, it is through our stories of brokenness placed in God's hand and his restoration of us that we can touch the lives of others who are hurting. Once we're restored in Christ, nothing will ever be the same again. And as we end today's podcast, I leave you with the words of William Paul Young. Because you are important, everything you do is important. Every time you forgive, the universe changes. Every time you reach out and touch a heart or a life, the world changes. With every kindness and service, seen or unseen, my purposes are accomplished, and nothing will ever be the same again. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, praise God and God bless.